Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's a story that it just won't, well, it's got, got my attention from the second I saw it, and I knew I had to speak with my guest. A customer dissatisfaction story of a car rental gone very badly wrong. Uh, Giovanna Boniface of uh, Vancouver Boniface Consulting. Rented a Yukon Denali at Toronto Airport, Pearson Airport, from Avis. And the developments that followed the return of the vehicle are off the scale. Giamana, thank you very much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Um, back from our all of our travels, so uh, just um, arrived home late last night, so good to be back. <laughs> I just wanted to know if there were any aftershocks from this experience. <laughs> Well, um, I'm ha- we're you know we're really happy that this is um, resolved with Avis, you know, returning the overcharge um, uh, funds to us. But it's been, you know, it's just it's just been really um, it was really stressful during that time. So I'm gonna have a it will definitely have some repercussions in terms of how we um, arrange some of our travel going forward and, and our reliance on some of the fast, expedited, smooth kind of services that are offered. Well, let me ask you about what happened. And I also want to say thank you to Brent Richter of North Shore News. Brent put me in touch with you, wrote the initial story. So very much appreciate Brent doing that. So uh, renting vehicles for business is not something that's new to you. You do this fairly regularly, yes? That's right. That's right. So nothing particularly different about this rental of a Yukon Denali at Pearson Airport. No, in fact, I've rent. I've done this exact rental before, moving our daughter in last year when she started at um, uh, then formerly Ryerson University. Again, um, at the end of term, so in May of this year. So this was our third time doing this exact rental for the like exactly the same amount of time and the same the same reason, going back and forth between Toronto, Kitchener, and Toronto again. Okay, so that's not very far. I live in the area. I know you can do that drive in, well, you could do the the triangle in a couple of hours. Um, How long did you have the Denali, and how long, how far do you think, how far do you think you drove? So we had it for just under, so we booked it for three days, so we turned it just under that, and you're right, so between uh, Toronto and Kitchener, it's not that far, so it's about a hundred and uh, to my mother-in-law's house, it's about 115 kilometers. Um, so in total, maybe 300 kilometers. And we had prepaid, I prepaid for 600, you know, just to be sure, uh, sure um, in case we needed to do a second trip, you know, in case we'd forgotten something of her, her move. So you drop off the vehicle, you've, you're done with it, you drop it off, it's a process that you've done before, and you then look at the bill or the statement that arrives from Avis. Please tell us what the numbers were. So um, I didn't, yeah, so when I dropped it off, we didn't look at it because it was express, right? I prepaid. So uh, mm-hmm. we looked at it on as we were getting ready to go onto our flight. And actually, I didn't, I didn't notice it first on the invoice. What I noticed was this 
an alert, like an $8,000 charge on my credit card, so which uh, pointed me to go and look at it. So I was we were charged for 30, driving 36,482 kilometers over. So this is an overage charge. So that's over and above the 600 that was included in the rental. Um, and so during during that period, and so my total bill was was um, over nine thousand dollars. It was nine thousand one hundred and seventy one five dollars. Yeah, and the prepayment was already a lot. You know, renting a car for three days at a thousand dollars, like the rates we've noticed have been quite high over the past several months. It's actually really hard to get a car. I don't know if you've tried renting a car. It's really hard to even get a, a large vehicle, let alone something that's um, sort of reasonably priced. Right. So they uh, they charged you uh, with taxes and everything else was over nine thousand dollars, and right. and you think you drove about three hundred kilometers? That sounds right to me, and yeah. uh, and you were billed for what thirty six thousand? Was it thirty six thousand clicks? That's right, thirty six thousand four hundred eighty two. Okay, so as Brent writes, uh, you would have had to maintain a speed. Uh, 536.5 kilometers per hour or 148.8 meters per second to go the distance that the bill from Avis claims that you did. It would be roughly the top speed, Brent, right? So the fastest drag racer and more significantly more than the 176 kilometers an hour your SUV was capable of. So now you you have these numbers. They make absolute no sense. So you call the company... And I, I would imagine when you made the phone call, you thought this is going to be straightforward. Yeah, you know, I had the number at the bottom of the receipt. There's a number for the Toronto, uh, the Toronto drop-off location, which is in the airport. And in fact, we had actually thought, you know what? Let's just. I'm just going to walk over there. But we just did not have enough time, and it was pretty chaotic in the airport that day. So trying to figure out if we could actually get over to the counter and back and through all the lines also at the Avis counter. So we decided we'd just call. So, But it wasn't that straightforward. The Toronto number is on the bill. I called, could not get through. It was just like incessant ringing. Then my husband joined me in the calling. So we called for about 90 minutes straight without any luck getting through to the Toronto counter, which is when I found a 1-800 number and thought, you know, what am I, I just want to get something happening here before we um, um, start traveling for the work trip to Europe. Um, and that's when I had a couple of, you know, a couple of conversations, both were disconnected, um, did not, I didn't have a, like a customer file number or anything. Um, and I even called Visa because I could see the charge, like Visa is the one that can't like let me know there was a charge. And I even called Visa to see what they could do, but they couldn't do anything because it was like a whole, like a pending charge. So I really had to wait. I just had to wait several days. And, um, that's why I decided I was like, well, what can, what else can I do? I need to get Avis's attention, which is why I decided to go on Twitter and you're right. You know, I'm so grateful to Brent for, um, we follow each other on Twitter and I was really grateful for him to contact me and ask if he could write a short piece on it. Um, not really sure what that would lead to, but um, I'm a hundred percent certain that his article and then all the other people that have been calling and writing about it, that got Avis's attention because then they, then they came and found me like a customer service um, ended up reaching out to me, which so, I don't think would have happened the other way around if I had not gone this route. You called them you repeatedly for 90 minutes. You and your husband called and called and called. Couldn't get through. When you eventually got through, you talked to somebody. They, had, they hung up on you more than more than once. And as I yeah. understand it, right? 
Yeah, I was disconnected a couple of times, not from the Toronto counter, from their like centralized one eight hundred number, which is a really generic. I mean, I'm sure you've reached something like that. Very oh yeah, generic, yeah, like oh yeah, like this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> so it wasn't very great. Like I was really quite disappointed. Uh, like really, really crappy customer service. You know, like they pride their their mission is to. You know, or their tagline is, is, you know, car rental that's better. Their their vision and their mission is all is actually about providing an excellent and stress free car rental experience. But this is far from that. Like, so the car the car rental country. itself was stress free. It was the return. <laughs> so, <yes. laughs> that was the problem. The rental was easy. It was the the return and the subsequent charges. <laughs> so awful. Yeah. So what are they doing for you? So they refund it. So they, um, uh, the, the message that I received from a customer uh, service representative, an email was that they would refund the overcharge, which was processed on Friday. So it, it was processed nine days after. So I'm really happy that that happened. I've seen some other stories where people are still fighting for their refunds from car rental companies. And then they offered me, um, they offered me a, a two-day rental at some time in the future. At some time in the future, well, yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't really looked. I haven't really looked at that closely because I don't like really. What I need was what I wanted was that that I needed the hold off my card first. Yes, of all, I was of traveling, course. right? So yep. I was traveling for twelve days, and yep. that was really a barrier. But um, yeah, well, it's it is quite the story. And uh, Chris did some interesting math. He uh, he wrote, given the proper bridges being built, it would have been <laughs> enough for her, you to drive from Toronto to visit her family in Cape Town, South Africa, and back, and still have a few thousand kilometers to spare. Or maybe you did those calculations. I can't I tell did, from... Yeah, I did that. I, that was my first tweet, as I included that, to what I found in the two calls I had with customer service is that it didn't feel like anybody really, like either of the people I was speaking to really cared or got the... Mm-hmm. really understood what that number was. And even for me, you know, I'm thinking, well, I don't put that many kilometers on my car in a whole year um, <laughs> at that rate. I don't know if other Canadians do either. No, um, I don't and think so. Then so. I thought, I'm going to try and make this real and use examples. So I have family in Cape Town, and I, could, I figured I could drive there and back, and, and I could even go back. The other one I did was I go from Vancouver to Brisbane, back to Vancouver and one more return trip to Brisbane and still have a little bit. To oh my about. goodness. And nobody got it. I mean, if somebody, if you had called me and I was working for the company and you said, look, I got, just got built for 36,000 kilometers for three days. I wouldn't have hung up on you. I would have said, we have to fix this. <laughs> we have well, to fix this. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the customer service was not like, you know, those two, the two people I did speak to, I felt like I was really, really stressed out, and I couldn't, I couldn't have made it more clear to them how stressful it was. Um, I really needed this charge off the card. It could be, you know, in, like negatively impact my trip, right. and like just nothing, right? And so it took, it took putting it on Twitter, and it took Brent and uh, several other people to start calling for comment for Avis, I think, to to make that call to me. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.